back, everybody. This is the Prepared Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Austin, hanging out in the studio, uh, putting everything together late on a Tuesday night, like I do. Uh, and this week, I have, uh, I know I say that every episode is special and exciting and important, um, and they are. This one, uh, even more so, because I got to talk with Jessica Hazelar. I'm probably butchering that last name. Just I apologize. I'm terrible, terrible with names. Um, she is the owner and founder of Eclipse Holsters, uh, who is a uh, sponsor, supporter here of what we do with Prepared Mindset. Actually, the, our first sponsor, she was the first one that gave me a opportunity, uh, believed in what we're doing here at Prepared Mindset. Um, so just really cool to finally have the opportunity to sit down and talk with her. They've been going through like a ton of stuff. Um, they moved into a bigger building and uh, you know all the stuff that comes with that on top of just just very busy you know a great company great customer service they do a lot of awesome stuff uh, they got a great following on social media you guys should head over and check them out on on instagram uh, but we had an awesome conversation i got to to learn a little bit more uh, about jessica and how the company got started and you know i came i i grew up you know from a family that my mom owned a restaurant you know she owned a small business so i i understand uh better than most some of the struggles that can come with uh, owning and operating and and running your your own small business and um, understanding that it's not always uh, sunshine and rainbows really you know you're the one that uh, you do you do everything right the buck stops with you so the good days are great and the bad days are worse um, <clears throat> as as the owner of a small business so uh, I really really you know believe what in in what Eclipse is doing and they make a great quality product um, super super happy to be able to have this conversation with her and uh, beyond blessed, right, that they're, they're a partner here. So um, before I get into that, though, we got to keep on, you know, talking about Eclipse here. They're, they're a sponsor. Um, we are ambassadors for Eclipse Holsters. You guys head over to EclipseHolsters.com. You can use our discount code, Prepared Mindset. It'll save you 20% off of your order, which is cool, but it's not nearly as cool as their three-day turnaround time they have. They'll get your holster made and in the mail on its way to you in three business days or less. That's something that Jess and I talk about a lot in our conversation, and I think something that they, this is my opinion, having having purchased from several uh, other manufacturers, they kind of set the bar in the industry. Um, having pre-made holsters is one thing, ready to go out the door, but every holster being you know handmade and, and, and getting out the door in three days or less um, from you know, a sheet of Kydex, that's pretty cool. You know, I, I think that's, that's the bar. You know, they do a really, really great job you spend over 100 bucks, you get upgraded to free two-day FedEx shipping, which is awesome. Again, they give us a discount code Prepared Mindset that's going to save you guys 20% off your order. Check out everything that they're doing there: holsters, mag carriers, dump trays, wallets. They even carry core concealed belts. So if you guys just got your CPL, you're getting ready to carry your gun, pick up a holster, pick up a mag caddy, grab a belt, grab a dump tray, grab a wallet. Head over excuse me, head over to EclipseHolsters.com. Check out everything that Jess and her team are working on. You guys are going to love them. And if you don't, 100% satisfaction guarantee and send it on back. But you're going to love it. I promise. So also got to say thank you to MyMedic.com. Guys, MyMedic has everything you guys need. If you're out there carrying a gun, if you're out there not carrying a gun, but maybe you're mountain biking, you're hiking, you're walking the dog. They have a medic kit to cover every possible contingency that you guys could have and if you already have a medic kit they'll sell you the pieces 
Maybe you just need a refill. Maybe you just need to restock. Maybe you want to just level up your level of preparedness. Head over to MyMedic.com. You can use our discount code, Mindset20. It's going to save you 20% off of your order. They're also affiliate partners with us. So you go to our link tree via, uh, via Instagram. Go to our offers page on Facebook. Use our link. You can still use Mindset20 to save 20%, but then a little piece of what you spend comes back to support us here at Prepared Mindset. Head on over to MyMedic.com, pick up a tourniquet, pick up a MyFAC, pick up uh, a burn pack. Lexi just burned herself making bread uh, you know, earlier this week. Um, pick up whatever supplies you guys need. Pick up a full kit, pick up some parts, refill. Uh, hey, maybe you got some expired supplies in the kit that you own. Get those things swapped out. Make sure you're ready for whatever life throws at you. MyMedic.com. All right, enough of that. Let's get to the good stuff here, right? We're going to jump on into my conversation with Jessica Hazelar, the owner of Eclipse Holsters. Enjoy. Hey, Jessica, how are you? Hi, good. How are you? Good, good. I'm excited to have you on. You guys have been uh, a partner of us for like oh, for a while now, honestly. So I'm really excited that we actually got to make this happen. I know you guys are super busy. Um, you just moved into like a new shop and stuff. And we did, uh, yeah. I feel like every time I look on social media, you guys are like all over the place doing all kinds of crazy stuff. And I honestly don't know how you keep up with all of it, but it, I'm excited. It seems like you guys are doing really well. Yeah. Thank you. No, we do. We feel very blessed to be successful and just still have our doors open. We did just get through a huge move and it was exhausting and always beyond what you're hoping it to be, <laughs> but we're settled and and already planning our next trip and our next, you know, our next ta- mission to tackle. So that's awesome. Um, yeah. Before we get too far into things, um, I mean, I obviously know who you are, but yeah. can you go ahead and just introduce yourself real quick to the listeners and, and talk about what you do? Yep, I sure will. Yeah. So my name is Jessica Hazelar. I have um, uh, myself personally, I just got, we just celebrated, my husband and I just celebrated our 25th anniversary. So first of all, I'm, First of all, I'm a pretty um, stick with it kind of girl. <laughs> 25 <laughs> years is pretty big. Uh, I've got four kids, four all grown kids. And then nine years ago, I started Eclipse Holsters. So for nine years, we have um, owned and operated what started out as a super small homemade Kydex holster business. Uh, kind of started by accident. I didn't set out to create holsters or, or even start a business. I just wanted one for myself. And fast forward nine years, like I just said, we just moved into a new building. Um, We've had four or five moves through our business. We own Eclipse Holsters, and then we also own a company called Holster Builder, which is uh, all the parts and pieces and raw material that we sell to other holster makers who are also in the Oh, that's you guys too. I didn't, I had no idea that you guys, oh, wow. Okay. Because I've heard of Holster Builder. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. That, that built, that um, just sort of grew out of us wanting to help other holster makers who were struggling paying for outrageous shipping costs. We lived in Alaska and knew what it felt like to have to buy and not get products shipped to you at a decent price. So when we moved out of Alaska, I started helping other people and I'd send them, I'd buy belt loops in the thousand and then just break it up and send it to them. But I would put it in flat rate box and kind of save them on shipping. And then we did it again. And then we had other people reach out and said, Hey, are you willing to ship it to me at a cheaper price? And so anyway, starting out as helping people, we made it a whole company and that's been five years now. So we, so now we are, we're in a warehouse and we have about 15 employees total 
that operate both companies and um, one goes right in hand with the other. So it's, it's pretty neat. And honestly, that the shipping thing is, is huge, especially, I mean, it was, it's always something that people always like, you know, gripe about or like looked at like pre COVID, right. You know, like everyone hates paying a ton for shipping and then UPS loses it or USPS loses it and everything. And I remember, um, when I, when we, my wife and I first came across Eclipse, um, the shipping guarantee you guys have was one of the things I was like, that's really cool. I've ordered other holsters that have taken like three weeks before I even get a tracking number. And then I even remember, uh, I think I'm pretty sure it was Instagram. Um, you did like a video or something on there with your locker or something that was outside yeah, it was your our mailbox. Yeah. You're, it, well, yeah, yeah it looked more yeah. like a storage locker. And yeah. like, just so everybody knows, we're trying to get everything out the door. Um, but USPS yeah. it didn't make their pickup today. So I remember seeing that. I was like, wow, the, the transparency is really cool for one. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just, you know, even with COVID now and everything slowing down, and you guys still have been able to maintain you know, like, Hey, three days or less. And then, yep. you know, up to a certain dollar amount, you know, you get the, the free upgraded shipping and stuff, which is awesome. Yeah. Think, um, I understand how more places don't look at it that way. You know, I know. I mean, I think our country in general, or just all of us as people, um, I always refer to Amazon prime, like we're Amazon prime people, but more beyond that, we're Chick-fil-A people. Like I want it fast and I want really good customer service. Mm-hmm. And I want the, chi- the Chick-fil-A sauce on the top. Like I want it all. And I want to be smiling when I'm done with my experience with you. So we sort of like boast, like we want to have that Amazon prime. Like I know people don't want to wait. They shouldn't have to wait, but we're also going to do it with smile. We're going to say, what else do you want with that? Let me throw in some sauce for you. So we no, and, and and that's the customer service piece. I think is, 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 something I think too many people kind of ignore really having worked with other companies and, and dealt with other, you know, companies for different things. Customer service is huge, especially in the, what I would, I would consider to be an oversaturated Kydex holster uh, industry right now. Right. Cause you see so many, everybody yeah. does it. So yeah. it's like, okay, so what, what's going to separate you from, from the rest. And, right. you know, maybe it's, it's build quality, maybe it's customer service, maybe it's, um, you know, how fast you can turn around. Maybe it's all three. I think you guys hit the nail on the head. And that's mm-hmm. honestly, you know, uh, one of the reasons why, again, I'm so happy that we get to partner with you guys. Cause we, when I say we, my wife and I, uh, she actually came across you guys looking for very specifically, and I'll never forget it. Cause I didn't even know it existed was the, uh, the original fabric clip because mm-hmm. she wanted to find a way to carry her to Springfield XDS at the time, uh, and like yoga pants. I was like, right. listen, there's no such animal. Like, you're just going to have to suck it up and wear a belt. Yeah. And she's like, no, I swear to God, I found this. I think she said like, TikTok or Instagram somewhere. I got to find it. And she found you guys. Yeah. And I thought that was, that was awesome. And then of course, in typical fashion, like I got her the holster for Christmas and I was all excited. Like I got her that, um, I forget what you guys call it. It's like blue and white and purple. And it's like that, like cosmic, uh, print she oh, loved the it Ad Astra or something yeah yes that yeah. that yeah. and she loved it and then three weeks yeah. later she I think we got like a stimulus check and she's like oh I went out and bought a Glock today I'm like oh. of course she did why yeah right as soon as right. as soon as I get you a holster and then um I remember you guys were cool about it like yep just send it back do you want the mm-hmm. same print and everything no yeah. questions asked I go is that is that easy is that that's yeah. it so uh you know I think that's outstanding um and I think that Honestly, I, I feel like more companies should, you know, do things that way. But good on you guys. I mean, that, that's that's awesome, and I'm sure that's probably why you've been 
so successful? I mean, those are the things that keep people coming back. Yeah. People, you know, they ask, especially if I do a podcast or something, that question comes up of what sets you apart. And and to be honest, making a Glock holster, it pretty much is the same across the board. Like there's, you're shaping it around the gun. All Glocks are the same. Really. I mean, there are features that you could add to a holster that make it be like safety is number one for us, but then you're always going to get a smooth finish as minimal kydex as you possibly can have, like all these things. But I think there's a lot of holster makers on the market who all hit those marks. Like we're all kind of doing the same thing. And so then it goes beyond that. And it's, it feels so simple, our mindset on, on the way that we treat our customers. But when we go out and purchase things from other companies, uh, it's pretty surprising how it's not that simple because they can be really rude or not into their phones or not into their emails. So we've really structured an entire company based off of integrity and the type of character that we would want when we went to go deal with the company. You know, holsters aren't cheap. And, um, and also if you have a gun that you're ready to carry, you do not want to wait eight weeks. And it really surprises me. There's still companies out there that take eight weeks to get their products out. But, um, yeah, we just, I'm glad to hear that that is translating. I always, we always hope that it does. We do hear that from our customers, but well, ultimately I never want to be a holster that sits at the bottom of your holster box ever. We all, I mean, we have a lifetime guarantee on everything, no matter what. We've had people whose dogs ate their holsters. People got in a car accident. They carried it for a year and then decided, I just think it's uncomfortable. Let's just send it back. Just send it back. I mean, and and there's more people that just are are good about it and don't take advantage of it. And because I have people say, oh, you're just going to get so taken advantage of. But we really aren't. And I think it's because yeah. we're so transparent and that it really makes it hard for people to kind of be be got me on the other end like they're they really want to like honor our company so anyways yeah we feel good about it and our employees have the same heart it's really important because joseph and i built companies but it, but then you hire people and you want to make sure that that is like breathing through all the way to the very end of the order when i first made my first holster and sold it i wrote this big thank you note in, by hand and I sent it to the customer. I said, I, I, I just, I'm so thankful that you bought this a total stranger off of eBay. And then I sold the second holster and I had the same emotion, like, thank you so much. And then the yeah. third one, and it never left. And so one of the very last things that I've ever allowed a customer, one of our employees to fully take over, cause it's hard to kind of let it all go. Um, was me writing a thank you note. I actually had a couple of our employees argue it for a little bit and just say like, oh, it takes so much time. And in nine years, I have never wavered on this. You have to write a handwritten thank you note because every customer still is pausing in a world of holsters now, in a sea of holster makers. For some reason, they stopped on Eclipse and they, they are spending a lot of money with us. And we're going to say thank you because we really mean it. So every customer is still so valuable to me. And I, I realized, I mean, even today, I, you know, I kind of wake up thinking, am I going to have a social media account tomorrow because of the state of our world? It's so sad. And so uh, we're just so thankful. Yeah. And And it's, it's, it's tough, you know, with the social media thing, I think it drives or is a a major drivers for so many companies today. Right. For, in terms of, um, you know, marketing and at, advertising and, and word of mouth and everything. And, I, and honestly, that's the, the really cool part about what you guys have is it's kind of like an eclectic uh, culture around the holsters. You know what I mean? Like, cause you got 
some people that are, that are very, very big gun people. And then, you know, I, there's people out there that they aren't huge on the firearm piece. They like, they want to carry a gun, you know, and they want to be safe and competent with it, but that's kind of where it ends. And they, they want to be, you know, comfortable with it, but they're not like someone like me, who's like, you know, stacking up rifles and go out and buy a suppressor right. and right. upgrade your optic. You know what I mean? So yeah. um, I think that's awesome. And there, cause there's companies at, at the other end of the spectrum, certainly, you know, they get super heavy into everything and it can kind of be a little intimidating. I remember yeah. buying my, looking to buy my first holster and it was, it was for an MNP shield. And I had no idea what I was looking for. I was like, Oh, inside the waistband, that sounds uncomfortable as hell. I'm not going to do that. Um, I think I bought it off of, I think I bought it off Etsy, honestly. And it took like, again, two and a half or three weeks to get to me. And they weren't even, they were like hand rolled belt loops and stuff. It was, it wasn't actually a very good holster. And I had no idea what I was looking for. That's like the first holsters I made. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, and it's, it's, it's tough to navigate if you don't know what you're looking for, or at least if you have a friend or something, hopefully can go, Hey man, I had a really good experience with this company or, you know, and that's why I like, I can confidently refer friends and family like, Hey, go check out Eclipse, like go look at what they have. It's not going to wait. I know friends that have uh, ordered through other companies for, for a simple holster, you know, something like comparable to the Delta that you guys make, you know, just inside the waistband holster for a, it was like a Taurus G2, you know, something pretty standard, not too crazy. Right. And it took them three and a half weeks just to get the shipping notification. Mm -hmm. And I was like, dude, I am sorry that you went through that. That's not, that's it, it really, he goes, well, I don't know, man. Is it, is it a hard process? I was like, I don't, I don't know. I've never made a holster. I don't think it's three and a half weeks difficult. Like I know this other company that does it in three days. So yeah, I don't, I don't know, but it's, it's one of those things. Like I feel good referring people to you guys. Cause it's like, you know, like you just said, no questions asked, you got issues with it, send it back. We'll take mm-hmm. care of it. Um, but kind of jumping back. So how, I, I guess, when did you figure out that this was going to be something that like, I'm going to make this a business. Like I, I came from a family where my mother ran a restaurant for 27 years until unfortunately it burned down. Um, but it's like a major undertaking, um, running your own business and, and committing to it and just all this. And I'm sure you have tons of stories of like, Hey, I got like four hours of sleep in three nights because I was just up doing everything and somebody called off. So I had to do it, you know, but when, when did, I mean, was there like a moment where you were just like, you know what, this is it. We're going to go take the swing. Yeah. So 2013 and I, um, didn't come from a firearms background at all. Uh, so I was, uh, we had four kids. They were like middle-aged to early high school age at the time. And my husband was an Alaska state trooper and a firearms instructor for ever for years. So I was around guns, but I was not, didn't know anything about them. And it just came to a time where he was now uh, flying overseas. He ended up doing overseas work for about seven years. And we had these guns around and the kids were older. And I said, I don't want to shoot it. I don't want to really touch it. What I want to know is how do I make it safe if something happens or if I picked it up, is it going to explode in my hand? I mean, I, I knew nothing. And this was about nine and a half years ago. So he took me to a range. I got to shoot a little bit, which I was not prepared for because I went in like, I don't want to have anything to do with these. And I like the smile that came across my face. It was, a, it was a transformation immediately of I am in love with this and I need more of this. So I like uh-huh. shooting. Um, he bought me a, a MP shield for Christmas. Um, and 
I wanted to go to the range, but I wanted to be able to shoot from a holster. We had a really awesome outdoor range that we had access to. So I got online, tried to order a holster four months and I didn't know how to order a holster. So I was as intimidated as you. I mean, yeah. like so intimidated. They had a question, what size sweat guard do you want? I was frozen for three days. I was like, I don't even know. What if I get it too big? I'm like, how do I know what kind of sweat guard I want? I was so stressed out about it. Um, and so anyways, I, um, got impatient and he said four months. And so I'm like, why is it going to take four months? Why is it? But oh I ordered God, it. That's ridiculous. I, yeah, yeah. I ordered it. And so I waited about two weeks and then I got on Google and I thought like, well, how do you make a holster? Like, why is it taking four months? I'm going to figure out how to make a holster. So I watched all these videos and I thought I could do this. I'm just going to make myself a holster. So I told my husband and he was like, uh, this is not a good idea. And he said, I'm not <laughs> telling anybody get all his cool firearm friends. He's like, I'm not telling anybody. So I actually spent about a thousand dollars. I made myself a book press. I bought a toaster oven. I had to make my own belt loops. I mean, I bought Kydex, didn't even know what Kydex was. I made a holster. It took me a couple hours. It was very, very horrific looking, but it held my gun. The retention, the very beginning was good. So I had this holster, went back to the range. And this is nine years ago. This is, this is back when Kydex was just like talked about. It came in three colors and, you know, everybody was just kind of seeing what it was when you got to the range. So I got out there and all these tactical guys were like, where'd you get that holster? And Joseph, my husband said, don't tell anybody that you made it. Cause he was like, not, it, he's like, it was just not like <laughs> who made a holster. So anyways, I start, I wasn't supposed to tell anybody, but I did. I was like, I made it. So then <laughs> these secret, firearms, yeah. yeah, all these firearms guys were like, can you make me one? And I thought, well, I mean, I probably could. I have more Kydex. So then we had like a night where we all had margaritas or something. And here I am making holsters with their real guns. I mean, yeah. it was, I learned a lot of what not to do. Um, but it just progressed. So I did it for a bunch of people, then word of mouth, word of mouth, word of mouth, like Joseph, can your wife make me a holster? Joseph, can your wife make me a holster? And so I probably went for two or three months of doing that and spending more money. And then I was like, man, I wonder if we can make a business out of this. And um, I decided I actually just happened to have this here. I don't think anybody else can see it, but I made a hundreds chart and I wrote, it's like a little thermostat. And I made a hundred lines and I thought, well, I'll try to post these on eBay. And if I can sell a hundred holsters to a hundred strangers, maybe I'll make a business out of it. So I did, I filled in every line and wrote what the person ordered. And I, we sold a hundred holsters and That's it took awesome. about eight months, um, but we made a business in that period of time. I decided on a business name. I knew it had to be space related because really the root of me is everything has to do with space. I love it. I'm upset. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, so yeah, that's how Eclipse grew. It was not on purpose. Uh, I didn't, I didn't know what I didn't know. I got an M&P shield for Christmas and told everybody I had a Glock and I'm the one making the holsters. I had no idea what I was you doing. Know the difference. And, and you asked about business. I'll tell you right now, there isn't a single business owner who, if they knew what they know at nine years, if they knew that at day one, you would never start a business because it sucks as an major having grown up in that scenario. Uh, like it was just, I remember in high school toward, even towards the end, um, you know, I go to school all day, 
go to marching van, come home, do my homework. And it's like 1030 and I'm going to bed. My mom's like getting out her notebooks and stuff like, yeah, I got to call in or fax in or however she did it, like produce orders and stuff. And then I go, it's 1130 at night. Well, if I don't do it, who's going to do it? I go, what do you do? I I leave them a message or I send them a fax and they see it in the morning and then they take it from there. Like, okay, so what time are you going to go to sleep? She's like, I don't know, one two yeah. and then she'd be up with us at seven or something the next morning and said just it's it is an awful lot of work running your own business and it it's yeah. i don't think a lot of people realize it i think yeah. everyone thinks it's like really you know and, and it, it, i guess it probably would be it is cool to be your own boss until you realize that like it, yeah. it doesn't it's come all you know, on your shoulders it's, yeah yeah it's a pretty exactly. big oh yeah it's a it's a it's a lot our, i mean our kids watched us go through it they've walked with us through it and I know that they would wish that we, some things could have changed. And I know they have a lot of respect for us in other ways. They've also seen us progress to where we have employees and we've learned how to, I think I associated chaos with success for quite a while, If it didn't feel chaotic. Then we weren't, then something wasn't right, but that's the beauty of growing and having employees and, and lightening the burden and spreading it out over just a normal work day. There's like, that's healthy. That's good. That's a good functioning business. So it's hard because you grow. And for so many years, you are working 18 hour days, you know, trying to make this thing go. And then there's this period of like, okay, now we can kind of pull back and try to be normal and function. And I think for people that build their own business, that's a, that's a terrifying thing. And, um, and we're just now kind of getting that, getting there and feeling good about it. So yeah, otherwise you'll burn out. (laughs) Yeah, no. And, and honestly, yeah, I've, I've lived through that, that phase of it a couple of times, you know, just different things that happen and yeah, it's tough. Um, but so with, when you guys were getting started, Mm -hmm. I guess, so how did you figure out, you know, like what, what was next? You know, I mean, I'm making a holster. What else do I do from here? You know, I know you guys have like, you have a bunch of different models and ideas and things that, that are on the site today and everything. How, I mean, so I guess, I guess the question really is what's the creative process like, you know, how do you guys figure out this is what we should do? Um, you know, you know I, think, I think for a period of time, especially because I didn't really know a lot, I didn't come from even understanding guns, the fundamentals of shooting, all of these things that probably would have been like, Oh, it makes sense because she's been a shooter her whole life. Or, oh, it makes sense. Cause this, so I had to learn as I was learning the process of making the holsters, I had to learn the difference between a Glock. I mean, good grief. What a, what a frustrating brand. Cause a Glock, like why, why doesn't the Glock 45 shoot 45 caliber? Why doesn't like no, nothing made sense. And I'm trying to like absorb all of this into my brain. And, um, and so it's neat because I was, I was learning too much all at once, but I mean, mm-hmm. I did it. Um, but as I progressed into models, then it became, what's the most popular request? What are everybody asking for? And you, and you have to be careful when you're growing too, because I didn't know how to say no. And so I'd say yes to everything, which really put me, some things were easy and some things were just so impossibly difficult that I, um, it took me a long time to learn how to say no. So you sort of start to carve out your little niche and, Holsters were one thing. Mag pouches seem like a really obvious add-on. Um, we do a couple couple different rifle mags, but it wasn't for several years before we got into dump trays, 
or wallets and things. And that became out of a growth of what can we bring customers to our website for that do not want a holster or don't want a gun, you know, or like don't yeah. even want to own guns. How can we bring those in? Um, the transition for me that really kind of expanded on my creative side, I was in, I think it was about nine or 10 months in and I, I got, uh, I was online and I saw somebody put a sublimated image onto a piece of Kydex. And that like, I, I was like, this is my game. This is it. This is where I'm going to take what's happening to a different level. And maybe it's the girl in me, but I immediately saw a whole new line of products that could reach the people. Like they're, like you said, it's kind of intimidating. There are, there are yeah. companies really deep in the holster world that are very tactical police uh, even just their terminology, it doesn't translate to a mom of four who doesn't know that she has an MMP shield and calls it a Glock, but I still want to shoot. And so we're the bridge, right? Yeah. So I have a way to create conversation with people based on a cool print that I put on the holster. And in that conversation, they say, well, I don't really even know what I have. Well, just send me a picture of your gun. I can, I can teach you what you have. I can, I can, I can show you how to, you know, decipher those things without it being an intimidating situation. So um, I don't know if I answered your question, just that the creativity side holsters themselves, is kind of all of the same look. There are a few yeah. things you can do creatively to kind of change it. Um, but there's sort of a rules of holster making you, you know, you don't want it to be too big. And so like, you're kind of always following these little guidelines and they all end up sort of looking the same. And so I really got creative once, as soon as the, there were companies out there that started doing sublimating. I mean, I just pushed it. I pushed every limit that I could with every company I came into and just kept giving ideas and kept like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to transform that, but I want it to look like this for my customers. And then um, when UltiClip launched, I think they were 2015 that was like it was like we were made for each other because then I had the female flower print with a clip that could mount onto leggings and 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 I mean there's uh, the majority of our customers are still men but I love that I found a little niche and a little voice and a little space where I could also reach women in a very unintimidating way well and I, I think that's important because I one of the biggest issues in my opinion anyway, right now in the 2A community is bringing in new shooters, introducing people in a positive way to, you know, here, you shouldn't be afraid of shooting. I mean, um, growing up, like my grandpa always, he had a boat, right? And he always told us, you shouldn't be afraid of being on the water. You should have a respect for the water and what it can do, but you shouldn't be afraid of it. And that's kind of how I, I think it, people should see, should see firearms. I think if you are approaching it from a place of fear and a, and a, and a place of, I really hope something bad doesn't happen. I really hope I don't make a mistake. You're going to like think it into existence and it's going exactly. to happen, you know? Right. So I think that, uh, having that, like that comfortable place for people to, to step into this, uh, community, right. And not be overwhelmed by like, right. Well, you got to have the Glock 19 and you got to get an RMR. You don't know what an RMR is. Oh my God. You got to get a light. You got to have uh, you know, at least two extra mags and it just, it's overwhelming, you know, it's baby steps. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, and I think it's, like I said, I, I think it's really good that you guys are that you, you approach from that way. Like mm -hmm. everyone has something that, that fits them from what you guys yeah. are offering, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and to your point, I mean, holsters are largely the same, 
you know, right. I mean, they're, they're a little bit different here, a little bit, you know, shorter there or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like detail stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean, but, and it's all about how you, you place it and how you market it. And I, and the patterns are huge. A lot of companies started cutting back on that kind of stuff. Cause they don't, they don't think it, you know, it tailors to, or it caters, I'm sorry, to the, the tactical market. I'm like, right. Oh man. I, I mean, it's kind of an express an extension of who you are and your personality. So like why you do it with literally everything else, like yeah. you got stupid patches on your plate carrier and dumb shit and everything. So why would you not do it with your holster too? Right. Yeah. I mean, I get that a lot. We, you know, our marketing, once, when we put money behind an ad, we're opening ourselves up to anybody who's sitting at a keyboard in their mom's basement that wants to make a comment about your thing. I constantly tell people like, do you wear whitey tighties and white socks? Like, no, nobody's going to see your holster. Well, nobody sees your underwear either, but they're still going to have a Deadpool on it because I know who you are. Mr. Yeah. In your basement with your mom. Like I already got you in my head, you know, or like your socks. I mean, it's not, it's not because we want it to be a toy. It's because I, I think it's really cool that I can put a galaxy on a holster. Like I love it. My wallet has NASA all over it. Cause I get to, I get to say what I wanted to say. And that is an expression of myself. And it's not for anybody else. People are not buying holsters for other people. They're buying them for themselves. Just like any other, you know, custom, you know, piece that you wear under your clothing or whatever. And I think that that's, I, I don't think that it diminishes your seriousness in the way that you handle that tool. Yeah. It does not, it doesn't mean all of a sudden you are less serious than the tactical guy who has it in coyote Brown. They're both an expression. It's just a different expression, but there's a lot of respect. There's a lot that I see with all these shooters that are just, they are so hungry. First of all, they want, they don't want to be a victim. Like that, let's talk about the real mindset behind why are we all caring and why are we all doing what we're doing? Because, because we want to come home at the end of the day, because we have respect for ourselves, because we have to respect for the people that we're around, because at the end of the day, we can't leave it all up into somebody else's hands. And if I want that holster to have my favorite color on it with Tiffany washers, why can't I? And why not? Yeah. And I mean, the price point, you know, we've found a way to even make the price point come down and to keep that custom option under three days those are the things that set us apart so i mean do you do you guys get i mean do you get a lot of flack from people online though i mean because i I see you guys share stuff on linkedin which linkedin i like professionally for the most part um but it's become like a super it's almost as bad as facebook and how like liberal leaning the community is And yeah. I haven't actually seen anything negative. I, I, that doesn't mean it doesn't happen. I also don't go looking for stuff that often, but I, I do always yeah. like it and, and share the stuff when I see it. I'm like, oh yeah, there's Eclipse again. That's awesome. Yeah, um, yeah I would say, um, I mean, it's not the, the, not, the majority is all positive. You know, every now and then we get a negative. TikTok seemed to be open to anybody for quite a while before they would get to know what year is right for your For You page. But, um, so we got bad flack, but also then I, I am like on the brink of being blocked from TikTok. So, uh, that one, really? has been, yeah. Oh man. Every other video I get yanked down for some reason. So, um, I, See, I'm, not, yeah. Yeah, I'm not on TikTok. My wife spends a ton of time on there and I make fun yeah. of her for it, but I know TikTok is, I've heard it's gotten pretty bad. And I know Instagram has really started like yeah. cracking down and uh, shadow banning and messing with the algorithms and stuff. And like, it sucks. I feel like it's, it's, uh, I mean, it's very political obviously, but yeah. in a lot of cases it's restricting people's access to information 
you know, right. or maybe you're on there and you search hashtag holster, you know, hashtag high kydex holster. Yeah. Maybe you only see two or three companies then you don't get the ability to make that informed decision. Or, I mean, let's just face it. I mean, the internet is basically where people go just to rip on each other. I know. Literally whatever. Yeah. And I guess that was gonna be one of my questions too, is because there are so many similarities and holsters out there, do you guys run into that where people, you know, Hey, you stole this design from so-and-so, or, I mean, cause I, um, I know there's, there's a couple companies out there making very similar products and they're very much at like the tactical end of things. And you can see like message boards and, and comment strings. And it's just guys fighting for hours about, well, they stole the idea. Well, he had it first. No, he didn't. This guy didn't. It's like, I mean, I, hold yeah. you on, dude. Like let's, it's crazy. Um, it's really sad to see. Um, I know a few personal holster makers personally. And then, I mean, it's just such a big country and it's not like you can get direct access to everybody, but I, I was aware for quite a while. And I think it's still up that there's actually an Instagram page that other holster makers have made where they will trash other holster makers and post oh, really? yeah, their first or second version of a holster, make fun of them. I mean, it's just, it's, it, I don't <laughs> understand it at all. I raised daughters through, um, through high school and, uh, having access to, um, all social media accounts. And this is the only people group that I can even relate this kind of behavior to. I'm like, I had girls in high school. Teenage girls. Yeah. I, 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 for a very, very long time, I was the only, I was the only female holster maker on the, in the market. Um, there are a couple others now that are completely female owned, run, operated and, and actually manufactured products. So I was the only girl in the field of guys. And I was saying, this isn't right. This yeah. is not right. This behavior. So yeah, I don't, I don't know why people nitpick. I honestly think because on, on our end, just and I for holster builder, we are an open book. We are just like we are with the clips. You can pull up any video of ours. You could go anywhere and be like, I want to figure out how to make a holster. And you can literally watch from start to finish what we do. So making a Glock holster, making any kind of a holster, there's not really any secret to it. Everybody has a little bit of a different method. Our method is different. I don't think anybody's cutting and operating their CNC machines quite the same way that we do. But if another holster maker stopped by here and knocked on the door and said, could I see it? I'd be like, come check it out. Because I know the amount of gun owners there are in our country and the amount of holster makers there are. All you have to do is find a way to access the customer. And that's what we're all in the game. We're all competing against who has the marketing to get to the customer because the amount of guns out there versus how many holsters there are, the numbers do not even like to think that you have some tiny niche market in this world is insane because there's so many people that have guns. It still kills me how many people are so, I I mean, ignorant about yeah. carrying holes like um yes. what is it the the uncle mike's or whatever uh mm-hmm. those nylon those, those awful holsters and i've yeah. i've i have friends that started off and bought one of those i'm like okay and usually by the time i talk to them, like no i got something else but i have a lot of friends that like oh i need to have leather and yeah. or i need to have leather and kydex and I go, okay why well it's just not comfortable like right. have you tr- i mean Maybe it's just not well-made. Have you tried something else? And, and I get what they're saying. Right. But then it's also really funny when the same friend, and he's a great guy, known him since high school, when I'm about like a Kimber micro nine, like love the gun and everything, but he wear, he some weird holster where it's like the leather 
on the, uh, you know, on your skin. Right. And then Kydex molded. And, uh, I remember after he had it for like a year and a half, he just called me one day. He goes, Hey man, um, you ever get rust on your Glock slide? Like, uh, no, that I don't think, no. Why? Well, I'm starting to get rust on my Kimber. Like, how are you getting rust on your gun? And after doing a quick Google search, it's like, well, because leather's porous and it holds moisture. And if you carry it every day, like he does, you start to get rust. And I'm like, okay, you know what, dude, you really need to look into a better holster. Like yeah. you really need to look into something that's not going to ruin your firearm. And people will still come back to it. Oh, I have to carry in leather. My grandpa says you have to carry in leather because I've heard, I've heard, I literally had a, uh, a different friend. She told me, and she had a very similar, whatever the, it looks like a 1911. It's like SIGs, you know, like micro compact nine millimeter or something. Uh, she was told that Kydex holsters will snap off your trigger guard because people don't know how to make them correctly. And that's why you have to carry in leather. I go, that is the dumbest shit I have yeah. ever heard. <laughs> and I don't know where you're finding a place that makes those holsters that tight, but yeah. uh, I'm pretty sure your guns like metal framed and this is plastic. So right. I don't know that you have to worry about that, but yeah, I mean, there's a ton of people out there that don't know, or honestly, I, there's probably a bunch of them don't even own a holster. They yeah. own the firearm and they're, they're afraid to carry it or, you know, or, or whatever, right. Whatever their, their circumstances. And they yeah. don't even have a holster for it. Yeah. I think there's a big um, commitment to being part of the education when you're in any business, part of your burden that you have is to educate your customers. And it's pretty, it's pretty shocking to see some of the people that come forward that have guns. Sometimes I think I, I don't want to sell you a holster because I really don't think you should own a gun. Um, you know, there's that like, uh, you know, I mean, but I would say the majority of our customers, they truly just want to know and they want to be educated and they want you to take the time to, to talk to them and to help them through. There have been many, many times that we have said, you know, we, I know what you're asking for. We don't make it, but I know somebody that does. And I'm going to refer you like that. We'll refer them because ultimately you're thinking about the customer at the end. Mm -hmm. Sure. We all want to make money, but that's not, that's not the, that's not how our business is run. And we'll refer them to a lot of other places that we highly recommend. And one of the most, um, pr the products that I, I was on the market that I'm so impressed with is the, uh, the Enigma by Filster. And I think even the way that I tell people to carry sometimes with the Ulti Clip and you want beltless carry, his product will cover what ours can't even do. And our holster actually can attach to his Enigma. I'm just in awe of that creation and what that's transformed for people with beltless carry. So yeah, yeah it's gotten real popular. Yeah. And there's a lot out there that I, I highly respect and admire in other people. Um, I, you know, I don't, I would think anybody would have a really hard time saying to another holster maker, you stole my Glock idea. There is only like one way to make a Glock holster and they all look yeah. the same. <laughs> well, but honestly though, you know what, talking about the Enigma, um, the, um, I forget what the name of them is, those metal, the monoblock clips mono that you guys started yeah. offering. Yeah. Those things are amazing. They you are can, amazing. Like, yeah. honestly, I looked at it originally and I was like the, the hook on the, the underside, right. That's going to hook onto yeah. the belt. I was like, that looks a little more aggressive. I don't know if I want to fight with that every time. Cause yeah. I always just use the plastic ones. And once I tried it, I was like, this is amazing. This is awesome. Yeah. You can wear it with shorts. Uh, my wife's worn it with yoga pants and stuff. Like oh, it is great. aggressive enough that it'll hold it. And I'm like, this, this is great. It's like the best combinations of like the Alta clip. And then the regular mm -hmm. plastic clips that everyone had for, you know, years and years. 
yeah. I think that's that's huge in terms of yeah. the holster industry. And I, I think is that discrete carry concepts or it is, yeah. And they make one that they make actually there's a, there's a, such a wide variety of those style clips. They make one that's like the J clip, a single mount mm-hmm. that would go over the trigger guard area. Um, I like the lightweight of it. Um, I I was just getting ready. I told my employees, I said, I'm pulling the the quick clip, the plastic black clip. I said, I'm pulling it. Once we sell out, we're done. And I had a couple of people step forward and say, the monoblock is too hard for my fingers to pull up. And so then I was like, because I made my mind, I'm like, that's it. I like the monoblock better. We're just pulling it. And then we all got into this big conversation of, well, what about the people whose fingers just really physically cannot pull that clip up? So then I was like, ah, okay, what am I going to do? So it's just like, you know, always, there's always like ebb and flow of where is your business going and do, what do we do? I don't know. I'm still torn on the clips, but I'm with you. The monoblock is it's oh, yeah. so incredible. It took me a while to get on board because I didn't want to pull another product in, but I love it. I love no, it. It's, yeah. I mean, stuff like that, when it, it has a, a tangible, or I guess, yeah, tangible, noticeable impact yeah. benefit, right? Yeah. Um, or, 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 you know, also in the opposite direction, if it's noticeably bad, I know that the second gen of fabric clips that came out, um, yeah. I saw lots yeah. of videos online that those were not good. And yeah. Um, my wife was so bummed. She goes, what are you talking about? You can't yeah. get those anymore. I'm like, I don't, unless you can like, I don't know, steal one from a first gen from somebody. And well, they redid it. They, you know, in their defense, they did, it took them about five or six months because on our holster builder side, we were, you know, customers of theirs and bought like 5,000 quantity of gen two. And then when we opened the box and they came out, I mean, I, I had customers waiting in line for them on the clips. And anyways, they pulled them, they found the, you know, the material that it just wasn't right. And so they went, came back and said, you know, we're going to make it better. And I do believe that they did. I just didn't ever put them back on holsters. (laughs) I know that there is a better, there is a, according to their company, there is a better version available on the market. See, and that's, that's the tough part, you know, because you guys can control, you know, X amount of the variables, right? The, the build quality and and stuff like that. That's just the stuff I think people don't really realize when you're working in an industry where you're, I mean, any industry for the most part, I can't think of anything off the top of my head where you own it start to finish a hundred percent. Those are the things that come into play on this and people want to get you know, sometimes they get, you know, pissy, they want to get mad, they get rude, you know, they flame you on the internet. That's like, it's probably not their fault. You know, look around, there was a global pandemic we all just worked through for a couple of years. You know, there's been some issues you may have missed, you know, Um, that that kind of stuff happens. You can't, I mean, you know, you work through it, you adapt, you adjust and try and make the best of it. It, I'm sure it was probably pretty stressful having to go back to those people online and go, so there's an issue. (laughs) I know you've been waiting. I felt so bad about it and the company wasn't willing to pull it and they weren't willing to admit that it was faulty. So then I went public and I made a huge video because there were so many people buying them. We were selling. I, think I remember that you literally yes. bent it at like a 45. And, yeah. and we were selling so many and we had tried to say, this is not right. And they, I didn't do it, you know, to kind of go against the company. I just had to do something for my customers because the amount of emails that we received and it made me look like I had lied. It made me look that like, I've just been telling you this and just telling you a story. And so then I had to just say, here's well, that's why. the tough part. You know, yeah. you, you choose yeah. between, are you going to tell the truth? And it, it comes back to integrity, you know, or yeah, exactly. 
the what's what's you know what's your option then oh here i send out a holster that may not be safe for somebody to carry you know and you don't want to do that that's that's worst case that's you know yeah um exactly. that's a safety risk to your customers a reputational risk to you guys at bare minimum um yeah. it's yeah i mean yeah it, it happened I, I mean what are you gonna do you know exactly. um, but but yeah. it goes back to the education right piece. yeah yeah so i just gotta let people know and uh yeah. i I didn't think when you put the video, I, I didn't think it was malicious. I thought it was a, Hey, no, just so you know. Yeah. It was Thanks. just, um, Hey customers, this is what, this is what's happening. So anyways, they did the right thing. They made a better product and, um, yeah, it's just interesting Time frames, different needs at different times and where our business has gone, what's working for us now may not work in, you know, nine months or whatever, but I like to listen to our customers for sure. And we have a list now, um, of requests, model requests, things that people want to see us bring forth the, the a, a sidecar uh, style is constantly yeah. being requested. We actually have them on the holster builder side. We manufacture sidecars already and sell oh, really? them um, as shells to other holster makers. We actually sell a lot of manufacturing uh, just out raw, raw materials out and then people can make them into their own product and brand it on there with their own business. Really? Yep, we do manufacturing sides. We do a lot of different things, and we have sidecars. Um, it's just one that I just haven't yet um, fully gone in and said, "Okay, well, Clips is going to do sidecars." I, I don't, I don't know if we will, but it's definitely a question. So, yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's one of those, <clears throat> one of those things. Like, I, I don't know. Uh, I've carried with both, and yeah. I certainly see the benefits to having either or. Mm-hmm. I think some people unfortunately well unfortunately or fortunately i don't know some people see their favorite shooters on the internet and they they carry oh, yeah. it in a certain way that's like yeah. that's what i gotta have and right. i felt like that for a little bit too having tried both of them you know i was like you know there really isn't i mean if you need to have it up there just put the magazine up front you know or i try to tell our customers that i'm like our mag pouch is like that big and it can sit right on the other side of your belt loop or like of your buckle but you know i uh, what I did learn early on is that tactical people like everything to be attached in one row. If I could have made a magazine, you like magazine, handcuffs, OC spray, flashlight, and had it all like be in one row. And then and I have seen, body, they would have bought it. I have <laughs> seen some it. people put out pictures of quote, like, oh yeah, I made this custom for somebody. I'm like, yeah. how the hell do you fit that in your pants? And it was like a Glock 17 with a light and an RMR and an extra mag. And then next to it was like one of those, uh, like K bar TDI, like the little defense, you know, and I'm like, how, how wide are you, dude? Like how you can't, like, I'm a pretty big dude and I'm pretty sure I wouldn't be able to, to get away with carrying that. Like, what, what the hell just buy something separate. I mean, I know people like it to be connected. So Honestly, I think the magazine thing separate is, is kind of convenient. It just, I mean, full transparency because it's a summer, right? Right. So a lot. Like it is way easier to pull that stuff off and like shove it in pockets and stuff when you're going to yeah. the bathroom or something and not have to deal with it. Then yeah. take this huge thing off and like, all right, um, I guess I hope nobody you know sees what the hell I'm doing here. It's, I, there's benefits on both sides, but I get yeah. a lot of people, they just want what the cool guys have. And it's like, get out and use it. And then, and then, you know, let's maybe have a separate discussion later. And I know, I mean, that's the benefit of influencers though. Right. I mean, that's why all these people out there get paid all this crazy money to tell you what kind of lotion to use or something. I don't know, but they're like, Oh, I saw it on the internet. This guy really is really cool. I got to buy that holster. So, I mean, yeah. 
that's what that's I mean, that's, power influence. It's, yeah, it's the edu- I mean, in, in my mind, it's the education side of things, you know, Hey, you don't need to have that. Is it going to benefit you? Um, <clears throat> maybe do you have, you know, I mean, there's, like I said, pros and cons to it, but the education piece is so broad and, and so huge. I think like you were talking about earlier, you know, people reaching out to you and like, yeah, just send us a picture of what you have. We'll tell you what, what gun yeah. it is. And it starts, it can start as, you know, um, as simple as something like that. But I think it's, uh, it's important, you know, especially where we're at as a country right now with the things that we're facing as a country where I don't necessarily think that mm, less guns is an answer right now. Um, on I don't a lot want of things. to live in a country where that's not, I mean, that that's not what this country was designed to be. That's not the, what our right. intended. That is not the world we want to live in. Yeah. And I Less think that the only way to change that is through education, you know, like you I have to share information. Yeah. You have to get people to understand in a passive way. That's mm-hmm. not going to be you know, aggressive and overwhelming and, uh, you know, leave them not wanting to come back. Um, and I do, I really, I think I can't say it enough, honestly, like the way you guys have shaped your image on social media, you know, it's very approachable. Um, and you guys do a lot and there's a lot of, uh, female influencers. I think that's awesome because you don't see many women carrying guns. I don't understand why, because just statistically, like you're more likely to be attacked. Right. It's shitty, but it's true. You know, so, Hey, get the information out there. Uh, you can carry in cute out. I can't believe I'm saying this in cute outfits with your accessories and you're like my wife. Thank you. I'm going to make mean, a commercial with that. But I mean, yeah. for, for years, my wife was like, well, I can buy one of these concealed carry purses. I was like, don't you think you could just look into carrying better with a, with a holster? Right. Yeah. But what if I do it in this, in this, you know, purse? And I'm like, I think I, I found a video or something online. I was like, look, this, this is a pretty good comparison here. Like the purse thing works, but if accessibility is a key characteristic, like you need to have it on your body. Yeah. I mean, you want to put your spare mag in the purse or something like, I, I mean, you do what you want. You're the one carrying it, but you should carry on your body. I feel like a lot of people do it that way. You know, I remember you, there's been movies and stuff uh, for whatever reason that, that awful movie um, stop or my mom will shoot. That, oh, that old Sylvester Stallone yeah. and his yeah. just Estelle Getty, I think is his mom. And she just carries around that like Colt Python in her, in her purse and everything. Yeah. I'm like, that's what I think about when people tell me like, oh, I'll just put a gun and drop it in my purse. Yeah. I'm like, oh, no, you don't yeah. even know how awful that is. It doesn't protect the trigger. It doesn't, you're not, you know, and I, I know how big my mom's purse was. I came from a family with four boys and that, that purse was the size of a small suitcase and she had everything in there. And right. she could never find any of it when she actually needed it. So those are all the things that come to my mind when people, <laughs> specifically women, tell me like, oh, I'll just carry it in my purse or I'll throw it in a bag or something. Like that's, you really, you yeah. I don't know if, uh, I don't want to tell yeah. you what you're doing, but you should just not. Right. No, it's not the, it's not the most practical way. It's probably not going to be in your hands when you need it. If it's just some giant purse that you're bearing something in. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, <clears throat> or at least if the education side of it again yeah or at least if you're gonna if you're if you're gonna have to be in a situation where you're doing something like that be more well thought out i know you guys have the zero g right Mm -hmm. which is a completely clipless option with the velcro where you can i think you'd put up videos like uh stitched it into that weird pocket that's on yoga pants or something 
Um, I say weird because men don't have pockets like that and, um, or like inside a purse or like a, you know, slap on the side of the nightstand or even in your car, honestly. Cause I think that's pretty awesome. I hate those giant bulky mounts that you always get the Facebook ads for. It's got like a, um, gyroscopic arm and everything that you can mount your holster to. I'm like, I just need it to stay in place. I don't need all of that, you know? Yeah. And when I'm done, I don't want to have four screw holes in my dash of my lease vehicle. I just want to. Right. Or it's, it's designed flat on one side, which isn't going to actually, is not holding the retention of the gun in place against the flat side of your car. So some of them have, have been really tricky. We, we've experimented with a bunch of different things. The zero G we didn't design it to be uh, the way that it's being used right now. I love to see where our customers take it. Uh, we were looking for a, uh, a kind that could go inside of a tactical bag where they're already lined with Velcro. We actually mm-hmm. had seen some tactical backpacks and we're working with the company who was trying to work on deploying a holster out of a backpack. And so we were creating a bunch of different designs, coming up with different mounting options. Uh, tactical, it's funny, My me wearing my fanny pack has, boy, do I get a lot of uh, <laughs> feedback from that. If I had it at my waist and it had a tactical name on it, a company would endorse me all day. But the fact that I have it crossbody and it says NASA and looks, you know, whatever I get. Anyways, you just got to put your blinders on it sometimes. But I, the way that we, the reason what we designed it for and to be used inside of clothing that already had one side of a Velcro. So removing all the buildup, removing all the extra thickness that comes on our holsters for buildup for belt attachments. We made it as slim as it possibly could and it slips inside side pants and it slipped mm-hmm. into a couple other options. So I have seen videos where people putting in their car. I've seen a lot of creative videos and I, I, I love it. Um, we use this industrial strength Velcro that we is actually like, it's pretty impressive how well it sticks kind of like one of those magnets that would hold like 15 pounds that used to be able to get for yeah. firearms. So I think it's, I think it's great. It's really a simple idea. And it's just, um, it's not like any other holster because every other holster has to have build-up features for belt attachments. And we just mm-hmm. left that off of this one, which makes it just about the same size as a gun. So it's very, and very slim. I actually have uh, a buddy of mine that he that helped me launch this podcast um, who is, uh, I think you guys had sent out in my last ambassador box. It was a zero G for a 365. Mm-hmm. And he is a he's a manager of a restaurant, but they also have like a supply thing attached to it. It's like a sushi restaurant anyways. And he's already had in the year he's been there scenarios and incidents where people have gotten violent and weird and stuff. So mm-hmm. he's actually looking into getting one of those five eleven shirts that has like the goofy, like fabric holster under the, the arm and attaching the zero G inside of it oh, um, wow. to be able to carry because He's, you know, he carries appendix and he's like, and that's fine. Except that if I'm doing all kinds of stuff all over the place and I have three small kids, so I'm bending over, standing up, bending over, yeah. standing up, it's not comfortable. If I can do something like that, like at least I'll, it will be accessible and I'm like, Hey man, go for it. Um, yeah. good luck, you know, figuring that out. I don't know anything about sewing. I'd be the last person that should try something like that. I would destroy a very expensive five eleven shirt, but <laughs> I think the versatility is super cool it is, because, yeah. you know, I mean, Yes, we we wear belts probably 90% of the time, but like it's summer, you know, people go to the beach, uh, we go out right. on boats, you go do, you know, go to the gym. And I've seen a lot of these guys and they put up videos like, oh, you should never not carry. And you know, they'll rock like the 
the Philster Enigma or something while they're doing, you know, squats and pull-ups at the gym. Like, okay, like that's not me. I can't, I, I can't, I, I can't live that way. Um, and I don't want to have to carry a background with me at the gym. And, you know, I mean, so it, it's not a perfect world in those terms of solutions and stuff, but to have something that can fill those other gaps is, right. I think it's really cool. And yeah, when I first saw it, I thought mm-hmm. this is amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. Thanks for saying that. I mean, it's, it, I think it's probably why our most underrated holster that we have. And it's just so cool. It's so simple and so slim, but it's actually one of my favorites to have in, you know, my fanny pack. I, it's, I have to be sensitive when I wear or show that because of where my mind is and what I know I'm doing when I have a fanny pack strapped across my body. It's so different than just like grabbing a purse to go to a store. So there's such a progression of my, you know, where I'm at today as, as a care, as somebody who carries and somebody who understands guns. And I be very careful with women because I think there's a whole education that should go before you put a gun inside of a bag. But, um, I will carry mine in my NASA bag all day long. (laughs) Um, That makes it convenient. You know, like I, 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 I know it's coming back. Like I, I hate fanny packs with, oh, they are coming I, back. I, with a I know my wife has like four of them. She's like, do you think this looks good? I'm like, never ask me that. Talk about putting them in our ambassador box. So you just be wait, waiting. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, yeah. <laughs> hey, babe, look here. Here you go. This is perfect for you. And, and you're, cause I just, I like, and it's weird. Cause like I have a, a vertex, um, like crossbody bag that I love. Yeah. I love but, vertex bags. Yeah. But then when I see a fanny pack, I'm like, this is right. dumb. I don't right. like but this. They're about the same thing. What you I guys know. need is for somebody to go out as one of us women to um, make a man's tactical legging and you'd be done for. You guys, you'd be done for. That, that'd be the end of it all. But, and then I, transform the whole carry world. I don't know that anybody needs to see all of this and some <laughs> leggings, but yeah. I mean, it probably would. Honestly, if it, if it's designed well and like you get the right people to market it, I'm sure guys yeah. would be like, Hey man, check like, this out. you, you got to have this. This is yeah. next level. Now and I get it. Yeah. Get I, the right people wearing it and everybody would buy one. So. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, no, I don't want to, you know, that's because I've looked into some of that stuff. Like those, um, what do you call it? Like the, I think Vertex makes one. It's like that, uh, belt, like the, what do you call it? The elastic, like, um, like a girdle. <laughs> girdle, yeah, with like a holster and like yeah. accessory pouches all over it and stuff. I'm like, yeah, oh, super concealable. I'm like, this is dorky. Like, yeah. and, and yeah. I get it. Maybe if you're a contractor <laughs> and you need to have all this stuff on you, and I know you mentioned your husband had done some stuff overseas and everything. And like, so maybe for him in that circumstance, it makes sense. He would have never worn something. <laughs> I, I yeah, too you know. sweaty. Like, I don't want that much on me already. I'm always sweaty in the summer. So yeah, no. I, that, I can only imagine imagine like the the chafing and just yeah, um, exactly. any kind of, like how uncomfortable that would be like under you know if you have an undershirt on and like I kind of imagine it'd be something like wearing a diaper maybe I don't right. know I just I yeah. I don't someone must have a use for it not I mean and maybe There's you know maybe that's a, yeah. yeah I mean maybe that's a good partner for the zero g like hey if you have right. something like that maybe a little bit more retention than just that 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 dorky you know rubber band that holds it in Right. You know, and I think, um, that's what I like. I love Kydex holsters. Honestly, I don't, I don't understand why more, why we don't only have those out there in the gun world. I see so many other goofy things. People like, um, they still want to use the retention straps, you know, or, uh, that weird company that shows up in everybody's YouTube ads. The one that's like shoved on the front of your jeans. 
and you pull the leather flap. Oh, and yeah, and it, like, like magnetic. That was that's a weird one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. I'm like, why would you spend money on this? Like yeah. get get something that's gonna work and retain the firearm, you know, and you're gonna be able to get to right. when you need it. I just well, I think it's like your grandpa said though, like don't be afraid to be on the water, have a respect for it. Like I think that's where we kind of want to go with this whole gun thing too, of if we can educate people and they truly understand the tool that it is, first mm-hmm. of all, they would find holsters like that. But secondly, I remember how I, how absolutely fearful I was about guns until I got, until I understood the function of it. And now like I, I got to where I was so confident I could walk into any room at any time and make the gun safe. That, that going from being so fearful of something to be completely empowered, then you can get creative with things and then you can see it so differently and understand this, you know, this tool. I don't know how I could save that holster, the, the, the fabric holster, but I think if more people understood, like, first of all, you would never stick a gun in that because, because you would understand the tool. You understand the basic rules yeah, of safety. I, wish we could, you know, that, I, I feel like there's such a gap between, um, I was talking to my kids about, uh, the shootings and talking about <clears throat> think about how many there have been say in a year and i'm not there's nothing there's not no right about it there's nothing right about it no but if we take the number of, of gun owners and how many people live every day of their lives carrying guns using guns having them in their homes and nothing's ever happening the, the enormity of that knowledge base and those people who completely you know, understand it versus, well, and obviously he understands the functions of it, but then the other side of the country that's so afraid, the fear is overtaking things to where there's no, there's no rationality to even be had. Yeah. And, and it's, 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 you know, and I have this discussion with friends all the time. Unfortunately, it's always, it's always with like-minded individuals. And I feel like the people that have that fear are so, they're so like just grounded in that fear. They won't, they won't have that discussion and it's unfortunate. Right. But it's, you're addressing the method of which this, this evil is carried out with, and it's not going to change anything, you know, by removing guns from the equation. And what people I don't think understand really is they well, you know, it's just make them harder to get, you know, we need less guns. That's the problem. No, I, I think that if you make them, harder to get that's something we never we never ever get that back they're gonna say well look how dangerous the world is adding more guns to it is ridiculous i mean i can hear it now right i can hear like nancy pelosi or somebody getting on there and and saying something ridiculous about how you know more guns isn't the answer but with education and with the proper introduction to the this this community right people do start to understand, like you're saying, like how many guns are out there, how many responsibly armed citizens there are in this country and why this country was founded the way it was. And, you know, I I hope we can start having those kinds of actual conversations soon with people when you start to realize that, you know, um, well, why do you carry a gun? Well, I carry it to protect myself. And I don't, and I've said this before on this podcast is, it's not a, it's not a weapon to me. It's not a, it's not a sword. It's a shield to protect me from somebody else's evil will or ill will, ill intentions. And people need to look at it that way. Like, I don't carry a gun because I want to leave the house and shoot somebody. Like I'm definitely afraid right. of the, the remote possibility that gun has to I come agree. out for anything other than I'm yeah. home and I'm, you know, putting it, you know, on my nightstand or whatever. Like, yeah. People don't understand. They think that gun owners are these weirdos and evil people. And it's right. like, no, it's actually, it's fun to shoot. 
Um, there, it's a tool like anything else. And if you understand how it works, its limitations and capabilities and things, you start to have a more informed uh, platform that you can start looking at this, this issue, right? And say, well, how do we fix it? Right. Um, well, let's make schools not a gun-free zone anymore. Right. If there's somebody there, a teacher, a parent, um, whoever, a, a bus driver, right? They can shoot back. I really think that you would see a, a very recognizable difference in all of this. Right. Um, I agree. Cause awful. It's tragic. And, and unfortunately you can set your watch by it, right? Hey, we hear about these headlines within six hours. You have politicians starting to, and they say that, you know, oh, well, the gun lobby should feel bad about this. Gun owners should feel, feel, you know, horrific about this. You know, I think Washington Post or somebody um, put out an article that literally was titled, this is your fault. And it addressed to, you know, all pro second amendment U.S. citizens, right? It's our fault because we wanted this to happen. And it's just, it's a very ignorant point of view because they don't have the education they think they do. Um, yeah. And it, it could be as simple as gun safety or the gun purchasing process. Right. all of this stuff. And it, it builds on itself. And cause I was that person admittedly, I, you know, 10 years ago before I had my first gun, I was one of those people, like I voted blue. I I'm still pro union. My dad is a union guy. So I'm, I am pro union, but um, I was, yeah, I don't understand why guys need AR 15s. I don't, this is dumb. You don't need this. And then, you know, with some education and with some time and learning about things, like I went from somebody who had no, like we didn't have guns in the house growing up. We, we didn't, we told we didn't hunt. We didn't talk about it. It wasn't a thing. Right. Move out with my brother. He went out and bought a Glock. Like, shit, dude, I want a gun too. And like, all right, I got a handgun. I don't need an AR. That's crazy. And then I got an AR. And yeah. And it's just, you learn more about it. And I, you know, I, and that's what, that's what really does kill me. You know, this, uh, the manipulation of information on Instagram, on social media, and it's, it's just blocking people's access you know, and it's, right. there's so much positive information and positivity for that matter in this community that I think if people actually got a glimpse at it, you know, they would see that we're not any different, you know, we just, we don't take my gun away. Um, right. and you know, it gets to a deeper place after that, obviously, but it's, we're not that different. We're not all, you know, uh, well, gun you probably don't even release, know that but... half the people you're walking around in the grocery store are us. But yeah. we just don't make a, nobody's making a scene. Nope. You know, we just want to go home safely, but they're probably standing beside people who are carrying guns and have no idea that they're doing it. So that, yeah. And that's not have this tiny, tiny, tiny speck of somebody who owned a gun represent an entire community of people. So, and, okay. and that's what always, what it just drives me nuts. And people talk about, well, you don't need to conceal carry. You should, if you have to carry a gun, it should be out in the open where everybody can see. So everyone yeah. knows who the, you know, who the armed people in the room are. And I'm like, I understand what you're saying because that's assuming everybody with a gun is bad and dangerous. Yeah. However, what that also means is that when you do have somebody there to shoot the place up or, you know, do whatever they're going to do, that just is like wearing a big target that says, Hey, shoot me first because I shoot yeah. back. You know, like I, have, I don't. Yeah. I've been in a grocery store a few times where somebody was open carrying and I purposely walk on the other side and leave it out a different door. I, nope. I don't want to see somebody's gun because I think it makes it a dangerous, like, I, I feel like it puts a lot of people at un, in, in unease and I don't want to know that somebody could come up and grab that gun. Cause I'm thinking in my head, shoot, I could have that gun in two seconds. Mm -hmm. It's so insane. It's not necessary. Well, 
<laughs> you should not be flaunting it. You should not no. be in there with it looped into your belt and two hands on your cart walking. Like it's just not, it's nobody wants to see it. So don't do it. And I, I feel, you know, knowing everything I know, I don't want to be around that person. I'm like, I can. I'm, well, it I, also, it also makes me start questioning, right? Okay. So why are you open carrying? Like, could you not exactly. get a CPL? Did you not right. want to put the time and effort in to take, I mean, not the CPL courses do much good. They really don't. They teach us insurance liability and some, you know, your laws in your, uh, in your state, but they don't teach you, um, at least the, the one I went to, uh, I actually, either of them excited to do a refresher, obviously. Right. Um, they don't teach drawing from concealment. They don't teach marksmanship no. to a very great extent. They don't teach reloading under stress or sight. I mean, really they don't teach very much. So it's like, okay, why are you open carrying? I mean, what is, what's your level of competency with that, with that yeah. weapon system that you're open carrying? And it's usually in something, um, shit, what is the, those crap, the Serpa holsters, the one with the little, uh, yeah. the little, uh, finger paddle. Like I had saw somebody at a, do that at a farmer's market and it, cause it's, and I, I hate one of the reasons I hate Springfield or the, the old ones, right. Cause they sell the, they send it with a Serpa holster and those awful, like, uh, like the, 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 uh, the dual mag caddy. And mm-hmm. I saw a guy walking around with one of those, like his wife and pushing a stroller and like this, this pants, you know, halfway down his ass and like the belt and the gun, everything's flopping all over the place. I'm like, this is, this is so many accidents waiting to happen right here. Yeah. Like, that's, this is that's the problem. That, yeah. You cringe because you know, yeah. Yeah. And it, it, so it comes back to, all right, man, Hey, I don't want to tell you how to like live your life or anything, but maybe a little bit more rigid belt, maybe look into right. concealed carrying and maybe throw out that circle holster. Like you're welcome. The life you save may be your own. Like <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> those things are, they're terrible. And you hear so many awful stories about it and they're not for all the good things they do for weapon retention. Right. They're equally as annoying to like having to defeat it. I've seen more videos about guys struggling with those or having, um, having NDs and stuff because of how they do you subconsciously train yourself where your finger goes and everything. Like I'll never own one. Um, I think I got one with a canic that I bought and I think I threw it away. (laughs) Um, it was terrible. I did not like it. I just, I just bought, um, what did I get? I think I just got a canic. The, one of the positive, positive, but maybe um, not positive things about our business is everything's a tax write-off that has to do with guns, of course. So we're, there's no, Joseph and I, like, there's no like check point at, for either one of us. We're just like, we'll take two. Yes, we want it. So we're just buying stuff all the time, but we use it for molds and we use it to make our mm-hmm. that we're doing. But I opened the, the box and pulled this gun out with the holster. And I was like, I mean, the holster does not cover the trigger guard all the way which is like rule number one of anybody that's making a holster it must cover the trigger guard yep and so but then i'm like sitting there and i'm like huh? who so here's here's my thing right how do you make a holster how did you guys say so now i'm like how do i be, be the holster that comes out of the box of of this like i could do this better and now i need to know how is it that it's an eclipse holster every time you open that box that's my holster in there. That's my next thing. I need to be the holster in that box. I'm going to be the holster. When you open your gun, you're like, Whoa, look at that. That's my next, that's my next, next step. Feat. Maybe not a canic, but I'll find some, I'll, I'll go yeah. till somebody says enough, Jessica, but like a commercial box, partnership box or something. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's making those holsters. Might as well. Yeah, somebody's making a, a bunch of money off of that and they're terrible. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. They really shouldn't be. 
Those wow. are the ones at the bottom of the box in a holster. It seems like a lot of people have holster boxes, which I is do. sad because holsters are not very, they're not inexpensive. I mean, they're, it's an investment and it sounds like a lot of people go through a lot. So I went through, um, when I was, I'm a bigger guy. So when I was deciding, right. That I wanted to carry appendix, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm going to do it. Like I, I got in the whole, in the waistband thing. And I just like, I'm going to carry appendix and, uh, I, God, I can't, um, one or two off of Amazon that are companies I can't remember. They were not very good. They didn't have a concealment wing or anything. And it was like middle of the road retention. I'm like, okay, this is kind of annoying. All right. Um, you know, the stuff that I got, the one that came with the canic that I was like, I, and it wasn't, there wasn't even a paddle on it. It's like, oh, you just got to pull really, really hard to get it out. I'm like, well, that's dumb. I'm never doing that. That's, I could never get it to work. I posted yeah. online about it. I asked guys like, oh yeah, you just have to pull really hard and defeat. I'm like, no, I'm not, uh-uh, that's not happening. And no. it's outside the waistband. That's not my jam. Yeah. Um, you know, I had tried like sidecar style stuff and everything. And it, it, you know, you try to find the cheapest way when you're experimenting with stuff and it's always the crappy holsters that aren't comfortable anyway. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, holsters are totally an investment, you know, yeah. I it's just, and that's, again, it comes back to like that power of word of mouth, right? Like, yeah find a friend that carries with something like, Hey man, can I try it? Or would you have positive experiences with, can you recommend a company that I'm just, I'm going to be able to buy one time and not totally feel like, you know, I'm rolling the dice here, mm-hmm. you know? And I think, honestly, I think we still end up with holster boxes and stuff anyways, cause you change colors and different prints. Right. Like, cause that was all about, I'm just gonna have a black holster. And then like, once I found you guys, I was like, mm, I'm gonna try like, some multi-cam black, like, this looks pretty sweet. And like my brother gave me shit for it too. He's like, why dude, no one's going to see it. I'm like, dude, I'm going to see it. I like it. Right. Shut up. Well, that's again, it's because it's <laughs> yeah. for you. Yeah. Nobody is going to see it. So you might as well have, have something that you like. I yeah. That's going to be with you every day. It's like, you <laughs> yeah. go, you go wallet shopping. People don't usually see your wallet or whatever. Like just, yeah, buy something you like you, it's yours. So it should yeah. be as individual as you are. But, um, I know we're kind of running up to it. This has been, this has been really cool. Uh, and I am super excited that we finally got to sit down and talk, um, before I let you go, um, can you tell the listeners where they can find you guys online, um, social media, where you guys are at? Absolutely. So our website is eclipseholsters.com. And then we are really heavy on most of most all social media platforms, Instagram and Facebook, um, Instagram, I post the most on it. It has like daily photos and videos ever changing, your guys' um, stories are always hilarious too. Like the, okay. the dogs and your husband yeah. cracks me up with some yeah. of the stuff he does. Like I just, he's, he's a little bit out of control, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, you do. You get a real true, absolutely raw views into our life, our shop, um, our business. And, um, and then we're on TikTok until they decide we're not allowed on there anymore. But um, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and LinkedIn are our most, um, up to date and constantly posted on. I'm looking at a couple other of the newer sites that are out there, the truth app and a few other things, but, um, we'll see as we, I think I'm still in line for that one. So right on. Yeah. So yeah, please find us, reach out again. Info at Eclipse Holsters is our email address. Our customer service team is excellent. There is no stupid question. I can tell you that right now. So uh, hit us up. We'd love to make anybody anything or point you in the right direction. But thank you. Thanks for everything that you already do for Eclipse. We are so blessed that you're on our team. And uh, it's just so cool to connect finally. 
and yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's you. awesome. So awesome. Thank you. And uh, I'll be in touch soon. All right, guys, there's my conversation with uh, Jessica. I wrote this down. Hazelar. I, I feel so bad. I keep butchering her last name. Um, just just not my strong suit. Names are just not my strong suit. But uh, really, really cool opportunity to sit down, talk with her, learn more about uh, the holster industry as a whole, how how Eclipse got started, um, their stance on uh, so many things, right? How to run a business, education, customer service, the, the two-way community, right? Um, and these are really important conversations to have, you guys. Um, I really do think that um, <clears throat> as the world is ever-changing, right, you, you vote, your second vote is with your dollar, you know, so you get to support who you want to support. And I think knowing those people a little bit better is, uh, you know, a unique opportunity. And um, the, the more transparency you can find with, with these kinds of companies and these kinds of uh, quality individuals, it's it's important. You know, so I, I was really, uh, I, I thought it was a really good discussion. You know, happy to have the opportunity finally. Like I said, she, so busy, so busy with everything going on with the company. And I, and I certainly understand it. Um, you know, we're brand ambassadors for Eclipse. Uh, we certainly believe in everything that they do and, and back the company. And they've been just so supportive of what we've done here at Prepared Mindset. So this was one that I was really looking forward to. And, and like I said, I was very, very happy that I finally uh, got the chance to sit down and talk with Jess. So I hope you guys enjoyed it too. Um, I certainly did. Guys, we'll have more coming at you in the next couple of weeks. Uh, I'm working on a lot right now. Not not much I can say a whole lot about. Next week should be another good episode. I think you guys will all enjoy. Uh, until then, until that episode, though, you guys get out there. Like we always say here, work hard, train smarter, and be prepared. <laughs> <laughs>